Hello, everyone. This is Pause for Parenting, brought to you by Paradis, Parent Education for Development in Barbados and this radio station. I'm Cicely Clark Richmond, Director of Paradis. Paradis is a non-governmental organization established with the primary goal of addressing the challenges faced by parents and families in Barbados. Assistance is provided through a wide range of programs, which include classes in parenting designed to educate parents in all aspects of child-rearing practices to help them to positively impact the lives of their children. Paradise promotes strong, cohesive family life, which includes working towards life goals, imparting values to promote positive family life, and practicing work-life balance to include entertainment, reading, play, and to bring balance to life. Paradise also provides private and confidential individual and family counseling. These sessions are designed to assist clients to identify the root problems affecting them. Our other flagship program is the Community Outreach Program. We will be happy to assist your organization, be it a school, place of employment, church, community or sports groups, to talk to parents and young adults about parenting. Call us at 427-0212 or email us at admin at paradise.net with your requests. We also offer a parenting class where you can learn how to keep your child involved in positive, wholesome activities. Classes are held on Wednesdays between 4.30 and 6.30 p.m. and Saturdays between 9.30 and 12.30. November, the month when our patriotism is often at its highest, and I believe it's fair to say that this year the flags will be flying even higher than ever before. More events will be held. More conkeys will be eaten as we celebrate who we are as Barbadians. I have some questions I want all of you who are listening to think about and try to answer them as we go through this program. The first question, are you satisfied that the patriotism we display in November is being displayed every day? And should it be? And what about our children? Are we teaching and modeling for them what it means to be a good citizen, to love our country and take care of it? And how do we appreciate and respect our differences and still work together for the betterment of this little rock? When I thought about these questions, the first person that came to my mind is my guest. Mr. Adrian Green, this is the second time he's on the program, and we know him as a spoken word artist, as a nation newspaper columnist. He's also an artivist with the National Transformation Initiative and a father of two. Adrian, welcome once again to Pause Appearing. It's really great to have you here. Thank you, Cicely. It's been too long. What exactly is an artivist? An uh, artivist is a relatively new term, mm-hmm. and it refers to persons whose artistic output whose art form is geared towards social change and social activism rather than specifically entertainment or um, commercial activity uh, and things like that. Okay. So you're perfect. 
along with all the other things that so you know, it, it really and truly it is just a name that people have applied to something that persons have been doing for a long exactly. time. Mighty Gabby has been an artist from ever since. Of course, of course, and so many others. Now, what does it mean to you, Adrian, to be a Barbadian? We don't have enough time, Cicely. <laughs> but if I were to give a short answer, to be Barbadian is to be a citizen of Barbados technically, emotionally, and psychologically. Okay. Okay. Uh, so tech, you're technically a citizen of Barbados, yes. Barbados mm-hmm. when you're born in, in Barbados. Barbados. Yes. So you're, you would then be, it can be said you're born a Barbadian citizen. Yes. But just because you're a Barbadian citizen Does on your passport, mean, yes. don't mean you're a Barbadian citizen in your heart. heart. Which it really, that's where it really comes. Right? Yes. So that's the emotional aspect mm-hmm. of being a Barbadian. Mm-hmm. You feel it in your bones. Yes. Something inside you feels Barbadian. Yes. You wake up and you know you're Barbadian. And then there's the psychological or the intellectual component mm. because there are people who were not born in Barbados. Yes who are not Barbadian citizens, for instance, the children of Barbadians or the grandchildren of Barbadians, who though they don't have Barbadian citizenship mm-hmm. through their ancestry, they are Barbadians at heart. Yes. And then there's the other level, the psychological and the intellectual level, where you may or may not be a Barbadian citizen in a technical sense of the word. Um, you may or may not even feel emotionally connected to Barbadian heritage in that way, but you have a vested interest in the well-being of the nation and its people, and you are active in working towards uh, progress, progress in that, in, with that well-being. Mm-hmm. So you are psychologically, intellectually in your head now. Yes. You both Barbados. Mm-hmm. Yes. And wrapped up in all of that is, is being patriotic or patriotism. And one of the questions I asked at, um, in, in the beginning, in terms of, you know, November, and we, we know the flags, everything conkeys, everything Barbadian. But is it enough? Do, do, are you satisfied that that we are really, it is really in our heart, not one of everybody, the other 11 months of the year? So patriotism is a word that today sometimes comes with with negative connotations. There's a type of narrow patriotism that is um, discri- that can be can be discriminatory, can be exclusionary, can be a form of elite elitism or looking down on others. Mm-hmm. Huh? And across but in its positive sense which is the way you mean it Mm -hmm. which is a connection to your place of origin to your place of birth to your nationality a sense of what at the national transformation initiative we call active citizenship Um, there have been surveys that have said that across the globe that sense of national identity that sense of patriotism is on the decline amongst younger people mm-hmm. in certain parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Those parts of the world being what we call developing nations or, or um, less economically privileged nations. In those nations, young people are seeing themselves less and less as 
citizens of their nation, their country, Mm -hmm. and they prefer to think of themselves as global citizens. Mm -hmm. But in the, the more economically developed nations, you find the reverse. Younger people are becoming more nationalistic more patriotic mm-hmm. and more seeing them seeing themselves as citizens and connected to their nation of origin and the reason i suspect for this is that um, your ability to become economically wealthy to build wealth is heavily tied to where you are located yes. if you are located where in a place where wealth is is freely flowing, Mm -hmm. then you are more likely to develop wealth. If you are located in a place that is more economically challenged, then you may have more challenges developing wealth. For a young person in a very capitalistic world where sense of identity is more increasingly being tied to how much money you can make, for that young person, they want to identify what part them city money is. So this is the reason why, unfortunately, or fortunately, or depending on how you want to look at it, it is not simple for many people to change their nationality, to move abroad and make money. So if you are like many of us and you are stuck in Barbados, Mm -hmm. and this is where you have to make your living, this is where you have to make a comfortable life for yourself, for some people, it can be, can be very daunting, especially yes. as things get harder. Mm-hmm. And being a Barbadian seems like a, a sentence rather than a privilege or something to be proud of. This is the conundrum, the paradox that we find ourselves in because the more, the more people feel detached yes. from where they are and where they're mm-hmm. based and where their roots are, the less likely they are to feel invested into building it up and helping it to progress and supporting it and therefore it's a cycle then it becomes worse and worse and worse so that barbarian identity that we are promoting is really a self-serving thing i need to feel a sense of barbarianness because this is where i'm planted this is where i am and that sense of barbarianness helps me to do the things that are necessary to make life better for myself and for the people around me so rather than a very soft and just emotional, airy-fairy notion that some of us may like to think that this national identity is, it is really a very practical concern. I I I I'm thinking so many things in my head as as as, as you said that because, and I'm also concerned about as you said the average man or woman who does not feel connected feel lost because they can't get the things that they that they want that they, that they, that they see and then therefore as a result the, the children that they have and they and they're raising um are at a disadvantage because if I don't feel it and I really don't care then I'm not really taking care and passing on you know positive things about my country or even about myself to the children yeah. And then therefore that that just, you know. It, it creates a cycle exactly. of an impoverished sense of identity, which then leads to a cycle, a cycle of of material impoverishment. And it's something that we really seriously need to look at um, because it, it is a problem that causes further problems. Exactly. And, and you know, today the, the, the topic on everybody's mind is crime. 
You know, I've been hearing about it all, all morning. And, and that too is a part of the consequence of not, you know, not feeling invested, not feeling a part of and all the, the, the negative the things. When we, we look, despite of all that, we as black people and we as Barbadians, we've come a long way. Very much so. You know, when I, I think about the times when um, a woman wearing her natural hair, you know, that was frowned upon, you know, um, you could hardly see a black person on television, you know, in, in as we've come a very, very long way. So where are we at with regards to, I feel that there's a disconnect in terms of us as parents passing on our history, passing on the things that we would have gone through to where we are today to help us to help the children to appreciate the journey. And this is this is understandable, Cicely, because yes. you spoke about where we've come from as black people. And what we are talking about today is really to be expected and it is part of our journey as black people. So what slavery and colonization was, apart from economic disenfranchisement, apart from physical oppression, it was psychological and emotional oppression and cultural oppression. I like to call it cultural genocide. In order for you to get people to accept enslavement and accept colonization, you have to cut them off from yes. their original sense of identity and give them a new sense of identity. And this is what happened to us during those five, four or five hundred years of slavery and colonization. It was a deliberate attempt to break our sense of who we are in the world. And what we are called to do now, as we are going through this process of independence, process of emancipation, these are not days, these are long process, processes, yes. is to rebuild our sense of who we are, rebuild our sense of identity. The challenge comes in a world where money, or the Christians might say a mammon is king, um, People's identity is linked to their wallet, their bank account, their material possessions. And so if you don't have them, you feel like a like a less of a person. And you feel like those people who do have are more of a person. And, and so I think that when we became independent in this process, it, it has been hard to understand what happened to us. Mm -hmm. And we have been slow to, to really figure out the depth of the damage that was done. So for instance, when our Errol Barrow um, made it so that education was a key pillar of the enfranchisement of Barbados, the sense of education may have been a little bit narrow to the point where Barbadians, many of us see education solely in terms of the ability to climb the social ladder. What we need to do now is institute education as a form of identity building, as a form of character building, as a form of helping people to build a sense of self, because the education that we receive in those 500, 400 years of slavery and colonization, believe it, believe this, it was meant to create a sense of self and identity that was not in our favor. We now have to take it upon ourselves to institute a form of education that addresses that, what some people call self-reparations. How do you, as a father of two, knowing all that you've just said, how do you instill in your children um, a sense of identity, a sense um, that they are Barbadians, that they're not not only Barbadians, but citizens of the world? And, and, and 
help them to understand who they really are and 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 the potential that is out there for them uh it is i ain't a light here sisley i i don't know about any other parent but i find it a, a delicate balancing act because you do want to f- your children to feel comfortable globally yes. as global citizens but i do see the importance of them being comfortable in the identity and the space that they were born into and then you have the added um challenge of today being such a media influence world social media television and most of the media or a lot of the media that the children consume is not from here mm-hmm. it is media from elsewhere and in our narrow sense of education we don't understand how much education is affected through the media oh, yes. and, and through the arts so there's a phenomenon that has been seen globally called the peppa pig phenomenon you, you familiar with peppa pig of course mm-hmm. children all over the world little children because of the popularity of peppa pig are growing up with a british accent, accent. yeah because that is shaping their sense of identity mm-hmm. that is shaping their culture so if we understand what is going on in the world it is on us to take the bull by the horns and be proactive in providing for our children forms of education which help them to develop that positive sense of who they are and where they are which is why this concept of the artivist is so important which is why we can't just leave the media and the arts to the market to decide what we produce we have to be thinking this is an economic um uh decision as well because if your people's taste are dictated from elsewhere when they spend their money they're not going to spend their money with the things that you produce yeah. they're going to spend their money on the things that are produced elsewhere so through the arts through the media we shape our consciousness our own consciousness our children's consciousness so that their taste and their sense of self is one that reaffirms their their themselves and their space and builds it up in several ways as a parent now I see this happening in two ways. Now you know we always say do as you say, do as I say and not, not as, as I, I do, do no longer works. Mm-hmm. I have a little different sense of that. There are certain things that I as a 46 year old have not developed that I should have developed that I have not developed certain character traits, certain skills, certain um competencies, certain ideals all of us have fallen short of a glory of course <laughs> in some respects yes. if our children can only do what we do what we model then our children can be no better than we are exactly so for me i model what i want for my children in the best that i can but i also talk to them and let them know listen daddy i'm perfect and i got things that i do that i don't really want you copying and i got things that i don't do that i want you to develop You know what I mean? And in fact, not only that, when you do them, I want you come and tell me, daddy look, help me to be better too. So I enlist the help of my children um in developing that sense of identity and those th- those traits in myself and in the process they take charge they take charge of their own development from a very early age. Now again, like I said, it's a delicate balancing act because sometimes it's more far from ways that I wish I tell myself, "Boy, Lord, <laughs> I like I get him too much rope here." <laughs> They're thinking for themselves a little bit too much, you know. Yeah, but I think know, it's worth it. And 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 the average parent is, is saying he sounds good, but I, I ain't got the time for all this. I barely, I barely survive. It's easy. 
It ain't easy I'm at all. I'm barely surviving. It ain't easy at all. It isn't. You know what I mean? It really isn't. No. And then you have so much to do as a parent in terms of making a living and providing. It is a challenge. And I think that um, it is really a task for all of us. It is why I'm so passionate about the role of the National Transformation Initiative in trying to develop ways because there's no blueprint for us. No other people have been through what we've been through. Mm -hmm. So there's no blueprint out there for us in terms of how to get this done. As uh, the director, Dr. Dr. Leacock says, we got to fix the plane while flying. I really still want you to emphasize because it has to be done because if we don't, we're going to be even deeper trouble. We have to get parents to understand the need to to take the time to to talk to their children, um, help them to understand the importance of of, of respecting, you know, themselves first of all, then fellow Barbadians, and 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 understanding the need for them to be good citizens. How how do we do that? Patiently, with love, and compassion and understanding because this 166 square mile rock is so diverse there are so many barbadoses and sometimes you could live in one barbados and don't got a clue what people going through in the other barbados you know what i mean so even when we talk about being barbadian that is something we have to decide and create now what that really means because there's so many different kinds of barbadians and there are barbadians whose ancestry is not predominantly african and there are barbadians who came as indentured servants there are barbadians who came whose heritage is with the plantocracy uh there are barbadians who are who come who were born elsewhere Mm -hmm. there are barbadians who, I mean, just just so many many, types. So in order to secure this Barbados and stabilize this Barbados for all of us, it's going to take a lot of maturity and able to to put yourself in the shoes and in the mindset of other people and begin begin to communicate across boundaries and find those commonalities and um, address the, the, the bones of contention head on. Yes. It is not easy. It isn't. But... What our ancestors went through was not easy neither. So if they made it this far we so that we could be too. here, we could do it so the next generation can go even further. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are a lot of things that need to be need to be fixed in Barbados. We, we know, we know, we know that all. Um, but when you listen, sometimes you, you you hear people say, well, government needs to fix it, fix it, because that's what we let them to do. And and the children are listening to those those thoughts and those 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 words. What, what 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 are you saying when you're saying that government has to fix everything? I, I agree that government has to fix everything. This is a small place and government governance and government and government initiatives will be extremely important. important. I don't agree with the people who believe that the private sector will have to do it. Unless we take the perspective that it is the people of Barbados who are the real government. Ah. So the, our politicians don't drop out the sky. No, they don't. They come from the communities. They come from the villages. They come from the heights. They come from the terraces. They they are us. So as we are, as we are our government and our governance will be. be. So if you believe, as I do, that the government has to do a lot in this country, then it is your job as a parent to raise a child who 
has the mindset that if they were to become a member of parliament, they would do the things that you would want them to do and respond and behave in the, in the way you would want them to behave. As a parent, you are part of the government of Barbados because you are raising the next prime minister, the next president, the next MP, whatever. Whatever, whatever. So very important. Uh, we are just a few um, seconds away from the end of this program. We are about to celebrate Independence, Republic Day, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what do you want most for Barbados? What do you want most for Barbadians? I want Barbadians. Wow, that's a, ooh, that's a hard one. What do I want most for Barbadians? I believe that everything starts with your self-image, your sense of who you are, your identity, your confidence in yourself, yourself as an individual, and yourself as a part of a group. So if you ask me what I want for Barbadians, for the group, I want that sense of self, that sense of being Barbadian, to be so strong, to be so empowering, that wherever a Barbadian goes, they represent with pride and strength and distinction. And if that happens, this thing that we call a brain drain, for example, won't be a problem at all, because when the brains drain out of Barbados, whatever they get over there, they can, they can send some back. Yes. Adrian, thank you so much. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. You were, um, I, as I thought of you first, and I understand why now. Thank you so much. My pleasure, every time. We hope that as you listened to this broadcast, you have benefited in some way and feel motivated to apply the information to your parenting experience. Once again, we at Paradise thank you for listening to Pause for Parenting. Remember, parenting is all-encompassing. Parents are their children's first and foremost teachers, guidance counselors, and nurturers. You are responsible for guiding and nurturing all aspects of your child's development, including their cognitive and educational development, as well as their social skills and emotional thinking. I leave you with these words of encouragement. Children are a gift from the Lord, a heritage and a reward, and are not to be seen as burdens. So train your child in the way that he or she should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I wish you a blessed and productive week ahead. Mm -hmm.